what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper here. It's a great pleasure to be hosting the very first Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind show on Voice America Business. This is a show that's aimed at providing inspiration to help you to further develop your thinking to achieve even more of what you want from your life and from your work. As this is the first show, I want you to say a few words before I introduce a wonderful guest, Meta, um, to discuss how to develop a winning mentality. Now, over the next 13 weeks, there'll be some really thought-provoking topics and fascinating guests from the world of championship rowing, speaking, education, entrepreneurial business, the military, mountaineering, and acting. And the common link being between them all is that they've achieved some remarkable results in their fields. And they're generally doing work that they love and bring value to others. And now it's often from hearing people from different disciplines that we learn new gems and and new ideas that we can bring into our work. Now I've structured the series to look at a number of key principles that have helped many people, including myself, to achieve more. To lead yourself positively is a big challenge, let alone your own business. There'll be ups and downs. There are no exceptions to this rule. However, keeping ourselves focused and inspired and motivated is necessary every day if we're to keep moving forward. You know, whether you're listening to this as a student, uh, thinking about entrepreneurialism, or an employee, or you have your own business, or you're thinking about it, or even you're retired from the workplace, having a resource, a place that you can visit regularly that helps keep you inspired, challenges beliefs, and helps you see the learning in the tough times is, from my experience, a really good thing. Now, not everything will be new, as one of my future guests, Dr. Ivan Misner, founder of the global networking organization BNI, shared with me from some research he did into many successful and less successful people, was that he found that the success is the, the uncommon practice of doing common things well. But sometimes we need reminding of what those common things are. If you listen to these recordings, download them or study them, 
check out the guests, visit the Be More Cheap More site or Be More Cheap More on Facebook, I'm sure you'll have a fabulous success library to help you with your journey. And the wonders of technology in making this program so accessible and the work done by the Voice America team I think is phenomenal. So what has led me here? Well, my choice was to shift my career from corporate employee to doing work that I felt really passionate about, that fitted with my sense of why I believe I'm here. However, don't be fooled into thinking that when you do work that you love, it will be less tough and challenging, because <laughs> my experience is that people succeed by doing things well that less successful people often put off, because they don't enjoy doing it or it scares them, so there will always be lots of tough things and challenges. But if you want to make a difference and you want to be yourself, you know, not some facade that you think other people want you to be, then this show is designed to help. My belief is that if you can follow a passion or strong interest that you have, you will enjoy your work more and ultimately achieve more. Money might be secondary to doing what you like doing. However, in my opinion, it's fine to be wealthy if you do good with it. With more money, you can help more people and give your family more opportunities. Now, I'm from and live in England. I was brought up well by my parents. We lived in a northern steel town and were from working class roots. But I left at 18 to broaden my horizons. However, it was not until I was 28 at a bit of a crossroads that I really became interested in personal development. I found myself in an apartment in London on my own and completely fed up. And a friend told me I should stop moping around and recommended a self-development course. Her advice literally transformed my life. For the first time, I wrote down some goals and a vision for what life would be like when I was 40. 40, because at the time, I could never ever imagine being that old. So I could be completely unreasonable, I felt, with what I wrote. However, results came quickly. My career grew quickly as well, and, and although it wasn't always easy, by the time I was 40, I realized my dreams had literally come true. A beautiful home, wife, a, a young child, friends, financial security, my own business. And now I help companies and individuals realize more of their potential, and, and in return, I earn my living, and I have lots of fun doing it. Now, I just want to mention a quote by Tony Robbins that really has kept me going during the tough times. And that is that many people overestimate what they can achieve in a year and significantly underestimate what they can achieve in 10. And I know Meta, who we'll speak to shortly, will also endorse that. But finally, before introducing my guest, I would like to say thanks to all those people who've had faith in me over the last few years since I made my transition. My wife, Ruth, who supports me and believes in me. The broader team who helped me with e-commerce, personal assistance, etc. My Achiever program team who work with me and, um, and I help and support them and they give me great pleasure in seeing their wonderful progress. Experts who've mentored me, clients who refer me, people who write to me and guests who want to be on my show. My family, including my parents, who invested in my growth and Voice America for providing this great pl communication platform. So today, we're going to talk about how everything starts with your thinking and how having the right winning mentality is essential for success in business and life. I'm therefore absolutely delighted on this very first show to introduce my guest today, Meta Block. Meta is a Danish entrepreneur who just happens to be a twice world champion rower. She's a celebrity TV sports presenter in her country and a motivational speaker on subjects like personal development, coaching, team building and sports. She's written four books including Dare You Become a Winner, Be Your Own Coach, Attraction to Action, A Winning Mentality. She has in some years delivered over 200 speaking engagements. 
And in 2010, she did her first ever stand-up comedy show, and I think the story's amazing. Now, without having, at that time, prepared any material, she decided she wanted to do this, and she booked and sold out a 1,600-seat conference hall. And then, uh, when, when it was sold out, she started developing a material, and she delivered a fantastic evening to ecstatic reviews. This year, she'll be speaking in the UK at the Hampshire Boat Show and also in the US with cell biologist and self-development expert Bruce Lipton. Welcome, Meta. I'd like to say, so how are you? And as the song goes, uh, <laughs> how are you in wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen? Well, I'm great. I was just, I was almost kind of like, oh my God, have I achieved all that? You know, when you said it, it sounded really cool. So thank you very much, Chris, <laughs> it is for cool. reminding me. It is cool. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. So, so you know, and as as a, a young person still, um, then you know, amazing achievements so far. And I'd like to really ask, start by asking you, how important you think our thoughts are in determining our success, you know, our happiness, and maybe you know, our health as well. Oh man, the thoughts are so important. You know, I actually, um, I was 11 years old when I, when I kind of really knew that I wanted to become something in rowing. Um, cause I saw all these people winning and they looked so happy and I thought, I want to be happy in that way too. And I thought the medals looked really cool and flashy. Um, but it took quite some years. It took 13 years to get me from, you know, just the thoughts to actually being there. But, um, your thoughts, you know, you have to, they have to support you all the way because, your emotions can be down, and then you can hold them up on good thoughts of what you want to achieve. Um, you just have to believe in yourself all the time. So thoughts are everything. You know, just just positive attitude is really really important. So is is that where everything starts, then? Well, you know, you, you can start other places. You can start by having, you know, things can be started by an emotion as well. But the emotions and the thoughts have to go hand in hand. And sometimes one has the overhand over the other. You know, sometimes you can feel emotional down and then you pull yourself up by your thoughts. So your thoughts can be cool, but your emotions can be a bit down. And you can, you know, they, they, they swap a little bit around. But, uh, you know, it's just important to be aware, I think, you know, all the time. You know, if, you, if you're in a bad place and you have negative thoughts and negative emotions, just catch yourself, you know, when you realize it, you know, stop yourself and do something different. You know, turn around, walk the other way, do something active with your body maybe to change um, the way you feel and the way you think. Because it is like, you know, the winners are the ones that continue you know they are the ones that go out and do a training even though it's raining or snowing or whatever you know because you just you have to keep on you know and you have to be persistent Brilliant. So, and why why do you think that many people struggle or never really develop their thinking to achieve what they want to achieve well, I think it can be scary, you know, once once you think of something you really want and you kind of paint the picture in your mind and you know this is what you want, then there's kind of like no way back. If you don't get it, you feel like you fail. So maybe it's easier just not to get the picture at all because then you won't fail. I think that that's the, um, that's the scariest part of it because once you realize what you want and once you have created the thought, uh, there is no way you can go back on that. You can only improve on it. Um, and, I, and I think that can be scary for people. So I just think that, you know, the best advice uh, in, in that, in a sense, is to just take it one step at a time because you should not, um, 
you know, force yourself to, you know, getting there in, in one year, as you said, Tony Robbins says, you know, sometimes you give yourself too, too little time. But if you kind of give yourself time and say, okay, this is what I really want. Now I'm just going to start working at it. I'm going to go on persistently and there will be ups and there will be downs, but I'll keep on. Uh, then I think you'll get there. And, and, and does it help to tell lots of people about it? Uh, you know, so they maybe by the act of doing that holds you accountable for taking oh, some action. Perhaps? Yes, tell everybody about it. Tell everybody okay. about it. It will help you get there because it'll keep you, you know, in in the game. Excellent. So, so what do you mean by winning mentality then? You know, because I, I think about, um, you know, about comp- it being maybe competitiveness, and you know, people who just want to win are not always very likable. Well, winning mentality is is is, is just really wanting it. Uh, you know, re- really wanting it and trying your very best to get there and not being scared to fail. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, we've got to take a a short break now, a short commercial break. So after the break, we'll talk to Meta about how she achieved a world champion status and also um, how we can adopt some of these strategies to help us. So I think we're moving into a commercial break about now, I think. Voice America Business Network. If you are looking for creative ways to improve your bottom line, tune in to Make Your Move with Alan and Brian Bolio. Their proven track record of helping businesses enhance their profitability will provide the basis for a forum about actionable items based on a business person's perspective. The program will be business talk, but with an economic context, so you'll know how to stay ahead of the game. Make Your Move is broadcast live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business channel have you planned for your retirement yet if you are a public sector employee perhaps not studies have shown that employees of schools educational institutions governments nonprofits and public safety may lack the information they need to effectively prepare for retirement for the answers you need tune in to lessons in retirement retirement planning for public sector employees with host Jim Bishop broadcasting live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time 1 p.m. Eastern time on the voice of America Business Channel. It's sure to pay off in your future. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit. And grow your business with Aldana Ambler and the Grow Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Bottom Line in Business Talk, Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind. And try to take the path less 
tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper again with MetaBlock. And uh, Meta and I were just having a, a little conversation in the break. And we were talking about the importance of sort of playfulness and having fun uh, when you're you know, developing your, your thoughts and taking them into action. I don't know if you've got any comments on that, Meta. Well, I think, you know, fun is really, really important. A lot of, like, when I was training really hard, some, some of the coaches said, you know, oh, Meta, you know, you, you, you need to take this seriously. And it was because I think I was just having too much fun in between the training. And, you know, I was kind of like, well, it is serious. I'm serious when I have fun. Fun, fun is serious business for me. You know, I, I did a stand-up show for crying out loud, I, and I took that very seriously, but it was fun as well and I think you know um, amuse yourself if think of the most fun way you can get you know get around the tasks even the, the more boring ones of them or the ones that make you make you a little bit uncomfortable because you're scared or something if you can put in just a little bit of fun it'll be so much easier you're so much more relaxed and and it will be enjoyable so you'll enjoy the ride too yeah we making me think about uh, you know one thing I've learned in, in business is actually if you have an attitude which is, uh, is, is quite playful, uh, mm. people respond to that rather than, you know, a professional, very highly professional, highly polished image. People relate and enjoy being with you. But you know what? I, when, when I do my talks, like they're, well, um, I'm, I'm a motivational speaker, and when I go out to big companies, usually I'm, I'm the one. I, they always put me on on stage right after lunch because people are totally pooped and they're sitting there digesting, and all the blood's in their belly, and um, and they just need something light. And I actually, what, what I tell them is quite serious stuff, but I make them laugh uh, while I tell them the stories. And if, even if a story is kind of like, you know, you feel like, oh, it's, it's serious business and, you know, it's, you really have to put in an effort to, to get to that state or point that I talk about, if I tell it in a fun way, you will feel amused um, and your brain will kind of link it to fun. Um, and then it won't be that hard once you try it yourself because you remember, your brain remembers, well, last time I was into this, I was having a good time. So you're not as scared. You kind of more like has, have a childish plain, playfulness about it. So I think, you know, oh, my goodness, enjoy yourselves. That is the key point to living. Yeah, get, get back to that childlike playfulness state. Um, mm. So can you, can you maybe share what, with us what motivated you to become you know, a, a world champion, and what was it like when you achieved that goal? Well, it was actually really weird once I achieved it because I wanted it for so many years. I trained like when you're a rower, you train like two times a day in summer and one just one time a day in winter, but still, it, it's quite a lot and it's really, really hard. And I waited and I'd hoped and I'd, you know, become better and better. And once I achieved it, it was the emptiest feeling ever um, but but I was happy too because I could feel like my cheeks were hurting from smiling you know what once I reached evening so I kind of knew that I'd been happy a lot but and I looked at that medal and I thought ah oh, why did they give me that I'm just me you know nothing has changed since yesterday 
And and suddenly I you know I had to relate to being a world champion, being best at something, and I was kind of like, oh my goodness, is is isn't there anything more to this? So I actually that night decided that I wanted to do it again because I thought I might enjoy it more the second time around. So that's why I'm a two-time world champion because I had to do it once more, <laughs> and it was actually easier the second time to enjoy it because I knew what was going to happen, I knew how I was going to feel. And, and that's it, you know, when something is new, um, it's always a bit scary. And, and, you know, if you have nothing to relate it to, it's just plain odd. Kind of like us two going on air today. I've, I've done radio, but I haven't done it here. I have, I've certainly not done it on, you know, an American program, speaking English and all. That's pretty new for me. So I felt my heart pounding because it was new. And I was saying to myself, well, you're so foolish. You talk for thousands of people, you know, every week. Why are you nervous? Well, because this is new, you know. So it's a strange feeling achieving your goal, especially if it's something you've waited a long time for. And maybe you feel a bit empty afterwards. But be sure to enjoy the after party because you will cope with it and you will enjoy it in the long run. Fantastic. Yes, I can certainly relate to that with uh, with today, and uh, it's, it's you know us too, great. Chris. Well, you know, it feels it's it's a great it's a great feeling to be here. Actually, it feels yeah. you know I, I, it feels a, a great part of my journey, and it feels the right time to do something like this, and uh, it is different. So, it's uh, it's fabulous, uh, and <clears throat> so then, how did you coming back to the the sort of mental preparation? You know, how did you mentally prepare to achieve this sort of significant task? Well, um, actually, um, I, I, I was um, the year before I became world champion. I was at a world championship and I was eighth, which uh, means you are not even in the final. And and I must tell everybody to. Uh, I know people are sitting in their cars and they're uh, probably going to work or something. But right now, today, where this show is ta- um, is being taped, um, is world championships finals in Slovenia and bled in rowing. So this is a big day <laughs> for for all the rowers. But I was actually rowing at a world championships um, and I was eight I was not in the final I was second in the B final but I felt that it was within my grasp I thought well if I really work hard one year more I think I can get there and I started working mentally by actually making drawings of how how I thought it was going to look when I was standing there in the center of the prize stand which is the best place to be because then you're first um, with my gold medal on, being all happy, and I drew the lake, and I drew the lanes, and I drew my boats in front of the others. And and while I was drawing it, because I'm not very good at drawing, I must tell you, it looks like a little kid's drawing, but I saw the real pictures in my mind. That's it, you know, even you can be the worst artist in the world, not even feel like you are an artist, and maybe nobody else can see what your drawing is, but as long as you know what it is, you get the right pictures in your brain and it kind of makes your brain want to go there you know and if you see it again and again and again you will kind of like make a little map in your head of where you want to be and that helps you get there easily and quickly because you'll make the right decisions on the way because your brain knows where you want to go so that was a big part of it um, drawing it and actually mentally visualizing it great so that's that contemplation of what you want and, mm. and pictures in your mind is it's something that we can 
we can you know utilize in all aspects of our life not just not just in sport which is a, a common thing for sporting people and, and some of the guests on my next couple of shows we have an actor on the next show john regan he will talk about that as well how important that is um that's that sort of discipline so just um thinking about something else i mean i'm <clears throat> training at the moment to run a, a half marathon and um, discipline of getting out every morning is not always easy when you're when you're busy and i just wanted to uh, ask you how did you you maintain that discipline to keep turning up for training you know for was it for 10 years for us you know for a seven or eight minute race <laughs> it was actually 13 years but okay 13. <laughs> <laughs> well it was just something i knew i had to do and and you know what i i always ask myself you know when i'm lying there at the start at this world championship knowing you know i at this championship you know i want to become a world champion i want to be able to tell myself i could have done nothing more you know this is i've done everything i've prepared myself uh, and i've done everything right i i didn't want to sit there and think oh i i shouldn't have skipped training there and then there i shouldn't have gone on vacation there and then there i wanted to be sure that if i didn't get it it was just because it wasn't good enough it wasn't because i i've been slobby um, or not prepared myself so that was what got me out of bed every morning because uh, in summertime i was out and i was training at five o'clock because i needed to go to work and then train after work too um, and I felt really good about myself, you know, even, you know, if the weather was bad, I even felt better because I thought, you know, I do this even though <laughs> the weather's bad. And I always told my friend, you know, who said, oh, we want to go out and start, you know, jogging. But, you know, it's maybe it's fall or winter and it's cold. And I tell him, you know, just go out and do it anyway, because the worse the weather is, the better you feel about yourself because you did it, you know, in spite of the weather. You know, so you can actually make a little mind game out of that and and just, you know, uh, go out there, you know, and, and, and do it when you're feeling down because you will be feeling so much better once you get back. Yeah, yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a really good time, isn't it, if you're feeling a bit low to get out and physically exercise. I guess that comes back to the point you made earlier on about, you know, managing your, your feelings, uh, your emotions yeah. um, by actually physically moving around uh, you can help shift your your thinking but you know what chris even you know when people they say they want to go out jogging in the morning they feel like it's such a good idea late at night even, you know after 10 candy bars they really think it's a good idea to go out and work out the next morning you know the reason why they don't do it is because once they wake up if the first thought they have is i need to be out running in five minutes and it's going to be hard and i'm going to be sweaty that just poops you totally but that's not what you need to do once you wake up the first thing you have to think is can i keep my eyes open yes or no if you can do that well one goal achieved next goal can i sit up in my bed oh yes i could that two goals achieved can i swing my feet out of my bed three goals achieved. you have to take it one step at a time and you'll be ready in the process so you need to acknowledge acknowledge yourself for the progress you're making oh yes oh yes Hey, we've, 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 we've got a dog. I tell you what, that's a brilliant way to get you out in the morning. He looks at you and with those eyes, take me out. And uh, well, so anyway, we're moving to a commercial break now. So for, we shall continue after the break and look at how we can improve our thinking. So live a life 
Voice America Business Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you really understand the global economy? The media paints a certain picture, but are you really getting the full story or only half of it? Listen to Strategic Wealth, Choosing Simplicity in Finance with your host, Stephen Ayer. This program will bring a full and objective look at the global economy and help you sort through the bias of traditional media so that you can completely understand today's economic theories and make the right decisions in your portfolio. Strategic Wealth airs live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. No family can survive on two incomes anymore, let alone one. If you are supplementing your family's income working from home, then tune into The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio. Host Deb Bixler brings you sales tips, lead generation systems, and best business practices that guarantee direct sales success. Whether you're looking for a little extra cash or a career change, The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio, will give you proven systems that will work in your home business. The Cash Flow Show. Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leave no stone unturned, leave your fears behind, and try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper here with MetaBlock, and we're talking about winning mentality. And I just want to ask you before we take some recommendations, Meta, on, on improving our thinking, you know, what do you think is the key thing that really sets truly high-achieving people apart? Oh, um, well, I think, I think you need to move a little bit away from fear, I think, because that's what holds people back, you know, that you are scared, your fear of losing becomes, you know, bigger than than your um, will and, and your passion for winning, you know, you have to, you have to set yourself out there where, you know, well, um, you know, I might lose, uh, but that's a risk I have to take. I think that's very important. I, I, I know that for me, you know, when I was out rowing, you know, for world championships and stuff, I would be sitting in my boat. And I promise you, 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 you start out. We row 2,000 meters. We start out, and it's kind of like the boat continues down the lane, but your lungs are stuck at the start, you know, because you feel like you have no breath left after 200 meters, 1,800 meters left. And I usually tell myself, you know, if I, if I die, it's going to be really pretty. You know, and you have to just think that way and, you know, just go after it and say, if I fall, I'm going to fall. Everybody's going to see it, but it doesn't matter as long as I try. 
And that's what I would say to you about, like, now I know I think you actually have done a half marathon before, but, you know, if, if you want to continue to a full marathon or something even bigger, you know, just go on because maybe maybe it won't be that good, that great. Maybe you won't even finish, but at least you know where you are. At least you know where your limit is and you know where you need to work. Yeah. Yes, I, I've done. I have done four marathons, but they were about 15 years ago. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm just getting myself going again. I think. Um, yeah. So, what what recommendations would you give to people who, you know, after this show, you know, want to improve their their thinking so they can achieve more? Well, I think the most important thing is uh, to start today, not wait till tomorrow. You know, there's always little things you can do today, even though it's somebody sitting uh, in the car maybe or at work or at home and thinking, oh, well, I'm, I, I, I want to do a little bit about, you know, my shape and shaping up a little bit and maybe I should do some bike riding. Maybe you don't have a bike. Well, then you can go online and you can look at bikes. You can maybe pass a bike store and, you know, just do little things. Um, if you uh, want to go out running, and you feel like maybe you're too heavy or you're not really in for it, well, put on your jogging shoes and go out and walk a little bit. You know, just start out with a little thing that kind of, you know, sets a marker that you actually started today. You are tuning into it and you are feeling it and you're actually taking some action because a lot of people, they paint the mental pictures in their brains and they never, ever act. And then it becomes nothing. It's just disappointment. So uh, act today. I think that is uh, the most important thing if you want to make a change. And is it also maybe about uh, making sure that the inputs, i.e. the things that we're thinking about, are, are things that are more you know, positive, perhaps, uh, things that may be more you know, inspiring, uh, rather yeah. than maybe get, getting dragged down by you know, what's happening on the TV or the latest sensational headlines in the newspapers? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you know what, Chris? I have not watched the news for six years now on TV. I never, ever watch the news. I watch comedy, only comedy on TV. I, I have a newspaper. I get a newspaper every day because, of course, I, I want to know what's going on in the world. But I do not need to be dragged through five minutes of pain and suffering someplace in the world. It does not help me at all, I, and I don't help them by doing it. I see it in the news, and if there's somewhere I can send some money, do something for somebody, I certainly will. But, you know, if you watch the news, when is it ever happy news? When? Never. You know, it doesn't help you. So I, I've made actually, um, uh, you know, I've made up my mind that I, I do not want to be a part of that. So I always try to find places where I can have fun. You know, and, and things that actually make my day better and give me more energy. I do not want to be around people that drag me down. Uh, of course, sometimes, uh, you know, my kid can need some help and she's sad or a friend is sad. Of course, I, I would want to talk to them and that not, might not be very motivating, but I'll try to help. But, you know, in the long run, a lot of people, they use all their energy on negative things. And I think it's a drag. Why? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, you mentioned to me it was something that was very interesting. We talked about in preparing for this this show about our purposes in life, and uh, you said to me that your purpose is about helping people to be present in the moment. And I thought it was very in, very interesting. So, how, how does being present in the moment help us? 
Well, I think like um, I, you, you know, I I do the comedy bit, and and when when I'm out doing a talk, maybe I see a woman sitting in the back, and she's got on her little glasses, and she's maybe she's a little bit too heavy, and she's sitting in some some department in some office right down the back, and she has not felt an emotion for 14 years maybe, and suddenly I see her taking off her glasses and wiping tears away because she is juggling, she's having so much fun, and I know that. Right now, she is present right here with me. She's not thinking about what she didn't do yesterday. She's not thinking about what she needs to do tomorrow. She's here right now. And that's a way to feel yourself and sense yourself. And I think it's a very important thing. And people, they, they, they want to... They want to be present, and that's why we go in roller coasters that scare the freak out of us because... We are present right there. We don't we don't have time and energy to think of anything else. We we do scary things, scary rides and amusement parks. We go whitewater rafting. You can also have it in the good way. You can have it by you know when you're being very much in love with somebody. You know, just a touch from them can make you, you know, your whole body tingles. And I think we all search for those uh, moments where time and space disappears. But I think to actually really you know to and go into that state, you know, by will. I think that's that's a good thing if you can do that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I guess the only time we actually can kind of live is in, in the moment, really, isn't it? We, we can spend our, as you say, spend our time thinking about the future or the past, but in terms of actually living, this is the moment that we live in, so we might as well make the most of it. And, and that's, you know, that's, and that's what it, what it is, you know, when I'm out training, I, I didn't, you know, I have to tell, maybe people will be disappointed now. I was not the one training hardest when I was a great rower. Really, I was not. Or, uh, you know, I have to say, maybe I trained hardest, but I didn't train the longest time. A lot of people, they would go out and they would do 20 kilometers. I only did 12. But when I was there, I was there full time. I used all my energy on what I was doing right now, what not on anything else. My, I tried to get my mind on, on what I was doing physically all the time. And every time I felt it sneaking away, I would pull myself back. And I think that made me very, very present. And I think that made me use more, you know, do my training better and at the end making me a faster rower. So I think you will become better if you use all your energy on what you are doing right now. You know, now I'm talking to you. If I was sitting talking about, uh, thinking about something else at the same time, I wouldn't be present and I wouldn't listen to you and I wouldn't be able to, to, to give you my best. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think there's a really important message in there for, for you know, anybody who is uh, involved with, um, you know, business and you know, any relationships really is about spending time in the present because other people you know, really do sense if you're you're not focusing your attention on them. But I think when those wonderful moments happen, uh, and I notice that when I'm you know maybe coaching people, uh, it's it, they always happen you know uh, when the when you're both present. Um, That's it. So how did you develop the confidence then to go from uh, a rower? to a TV presenter, to a professional speaker, a comedian, an author. Um, how did you, how did that happen? Well, do you know, I am just, uh, I don't know, I'm just a sucker. Uh, you know, I just love being on the edge. I love being in a, in a place where I, you know, actually get scared. I know it sounds weird. Um, 
But it's kind of like, you know, um, when I was standing there waiting to go on stage in front of 1,600 people with a comedy show I've written all by myself, I haven't even tested it anywhere. I just thought it was funny myself. So I just was kind of hoping that other people would laugh as well. I was so scared. I was so scared, but I just, I love to overcome the fear. I think that's the thing. I love to overcome the fear and do it anyway. I might be freaked out, scared, but doing it anyway, using my willpower to say, you know, now you've made your bed, lie in it. I love that. And I think it's kind of fun. And, and to me, it's become kind of like a drug. So I need to do that. I need to go on stage. And so I'm not very confident speaking English. It's not my, it's, it's not my language. I speak Danish, but you know, nobody would understand if I did that right now. But it, it, it kind of, it gives me a kick to do it anyway, even though it's a little bit uncomfortable. And, and I think that, um, I've always felt that way. So it's been very easy to go to the TV presenter because that's scary too. I like being scared. I wouldn't, you know, be a rower and doing competitions, you know, where you have to give everything in eight minutes if I didn't like, you know, being on the edge. So so to me, it's just been kind of like a natural development. And the fun part, I don't know where that came in. I just found out that, you know, people laughed when I was talking because I wanted them to, not because they thought I was silly. So... <laughs> I can't help thinking about when we first met because we met on a, a great speaking program and I was just at the very outset really of my speaking career and I, I remember it was going around the room, it was, just, it was a small group uh, with a, a very high caliber speaker who was running the the three-day program and we were going to have to speak in front of each other and I remember uh, as introducing ourselves and uh, you introduced yourself I think actually before you uh, somebody introduced himself and said they were a movie actor then you introduced yourself as a twice world champion rower and then it was me <laughs> and I remember at that point suddenly the fear started to set in crikey I'm going to have to present and speak in front of these people uh, but actually doing it and realizing that I could do that uh, was uh, was hugely rewarding it gives you a kick, you know. You, you're, you know, you, you blush a little bit, and you feel warm, and you're whole, but you, but you feel good about yourself because you feel alive, and that's it. You know, people need to to do, you know, things that make them feel alive. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we should uh, be looking for opportunities to for things that make us feel alive. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's really important. Great. Well, I think we're heading towards, again, a, another commercial break. So, or maybe we're not. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are there any challenges to your success? You already have what it takes to turn these challenges into results in any area. Find out more when you tune in to The Power of Realism, Why Integrity Matters, with host Jeffrey Canavan. We all deal with adversity and challenges in life and business. We'll talk with those individuals who have faced these challenges and turned them into success stories. By making just a few shifts in your thinking, you too can be one of these success stories. The Power of Realism airs live on Thursdays at 10 a.m. U.S. Pacific. 
Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Do you need directions to solve financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. G? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters with Dr. G airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and Metablock, and uh, we're talking about mental um, winning mentality. And just sort of moving on, Meta, I wanted to sort of mention uh, that I know that you love the work of Bruce Lipton, uh, the cell biologist and sort of self-development um, expert. And, and I really enjoyed his book that you mentioned to me, because I read it as soon as you mentioned it, was The Biology of Belief. And in it, it's what I took from it is that, you know, our success is not determined purely by our genetics. Every cell in our body literally learns from the external environment. And we can literally program ourselves directly through our thinking. And I just wondered what you took from this. Well, I was kind of forced. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of one of these lazy people. I don't, I don't change things unless it's really necessary. Because you know, if everything works, you know, I just go on with my life and and I have fun. But uh, suddenly, I woke up one day. It's about uh, six years ago now, and and I felt some pain in some of my joints. And um, in not very long, I was almost immobilized. I I couldn't walk, and all my joints were swollen. And um, uh, and I was told I had arthritis, and I just didn't want to believe it. And I, I, I tried to find a way out that did not include drugs that would only dope my body, so I couldn't feel the pain. Uh, you know, I knew that it would still be there. So I, um, I googled, I googled, 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 and and I found Bruce Lipton's book. And I read it, and, and I felt so relieved because certainly, you know, Bruce told me that I was not a victim. I was not a victim of anything. I could change my body by changing the way I thought about it. So I remembered what I did with my rowing, and I put those two together and said, well, exactly the same thing. I just want to just have to focus on what I wish for myself 
what I want to, and I want to be well. I want to be able to run, and I want to be able to walk, and I want to be able to do uh, what I think, you know, is 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 a normal live a normal life. And after a long time, <laughs> it took about a year, I was there. You know, I gotten everything back, and all my joints, you know, they were not swollen anymore. And now I can run, and I can do whatever I want. So, oh, Bruce, he's the man. <laughs> and, and this was a a particularly debilitating illness for you, wasn't it? You. Oh my goodness! I couldn't open my front door because I couldn't turn the key. I couldn't walk when I was doing talks. I would stand and I could just feel like my knee being, you know, bigger and bigger because all this water would go into it, and I would limp off the stage. And people would ask me, "What's with your leg?" And I, I would lie about it to say, "Oh, it's because she twisted my knee while I was running yesterday." And I would sit and I would sit in my car and I would just scream because the pain was just, you know, enormous, and I almost couldn't drive my car. It was. It took me 30 minutes to get dressed in the morning. It was terrible, and the hospitals couldn't help. You know, they would give you all kinds of drugs that would just dope you, and you know, and they're dangerous. So I didn't want that. So I needed to find another way out. And I know that your mind has, you know, it can, it can, you know, give you almost any drug you need. You know, you know that it's kind of like Chris. You know, when you're really happy, when you've won, you know, run one of your marathons, or uh, you know, the night you met your wife, you know, you didn't, you didn't feel pain at all, you know, because you're just, oh, you're just so happy. Um, so I knew that I could, I could do that. Um, I just needed to find the energy. And now the hard part in this is. I was feeling very, very low at that point, and finding the energy to be very optimistic. When everything is wrong, is so hard. And right here, I, I don't want to be all bubbly and say, you know, oh, but it's easy. You just do this and that because it is really hard, and you really have to force yourself. I've, I, I, I knew that I had to just start visualizing myself running because that was what I wanted to do, and I couldn't. I couldn't even walk. So every night when I went to bed, I would picture myself running in one of my local parks. And I would see myself fall. I would see big red X's. I would hear a voice in my head saying, "You are so stupid. It's never going to happen. Look at yourself. You can't even walk." And I just realized I just had to continue on and on and on and drive my brain tired. And at a point, there was just one day, about a year after, that I woke up and I knew I had dreamt that I had been running. And at that that day, I just knew, well, it's going to happen because my brain has given up. <laughs> you know, the bad part of my brain has just said, "Oh shoot, if you want it, take it, go out, run." And I started fixing myself. And from that day, it only took about um, uh, six months. It could sound like a long time, but it, it really wasn't. Uh, then I ran a ten k race, and I actually ran it really fast. So you know, it, it, it takes some energy if you're really low, of course. But just continue and get yourself literature that can, that can you know make you uh, in, you know enforce yourself. That this is the right way. You're on the right path. You know, be with people that can encourage you that you know you are doing the right things, because that'll help you continue. Because right there, that's where you need all your mental energy and persistence, because uh, it can be hard. Mm. Oh, very depressing now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, so therefore, what, I mean, did you have a, like a daily discipline with this? 
Oh yes, I had. I would um, I would go on on YouTube. I would see something. Uh, you know, you can find Bruce Lipton on YouTube. He has something. I think it's called the Biology of Perception in Seven Little Bits. Uh, you can see it there. Uh, I would see that, or uh, I would read some. There's you know there are lots of books. You know, Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, Dawson Church. Uh, great, great books. And I would read stuff, and I would Google stuff, and and I would try to go out and 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 you know, look like somebody that was comfortable walking, even though I wasn't. I would say, now I'm going to look like a normal person while I'm walking, and I would try to ignore the pain. Um, and it actually helped me a lot, you know, uh, getting back on track. So you have to do a little bit every day, even though you're exhausted and even though you're tired and you feel low. So, <clears throat> thank you, thank you for that. That's probably you know very valuable information for a lot of people. Now, I just want to ask uh, you, if, when, when you're setting up a business, and perhaps you're mm. somebody who's come out of uh, working in a, uh, maybe a corporate environment, and you go out self-employed, um, it's very, it seems very exciting for start, um, but then it's, you realize it's, uh, it's, it's quite a roller coaster. Um, so, uh, you know, how do you keep your mind in the right place uh, when you're sort of going through these ups and downs? I've got about a minute left, apparently, so... Oh, I'll be very quick. Well, I think that, there, you know, because there, there will be ups and downs. And, you know, once you realize that you're in a down, just, you know, kind of, you know, um, acknowledge that it's there, but yeah. do something actively to get out of it. Like we talked about, just turn around, walk the other way, do something different because um, you'll have to work through it. Fantastic. So just a, fi a final question before I, I finish and summarize. Um, how can people gain access to maybe your books or more information about you in English? Oh man, I was really quick doing something in English. I have a web page. Uh, it's called uh, Metablock, M-E-T-T-E-B-L-O-C-H, dot D-K. And uh, on the on the upper part of the screen, there is an English flag. You can click on that, and there is a little bit about me. And, and there is a fantastic. PDF. Well, thank you very much, Meta. It's been fabulous to have you as a guest. And next Friday, we'll have a wonderful, wise movie actor called John Regan, and we're going to be talking about vision and visualization. Thank you all for listening today, and thank you again, Meta. And I look forward to speaking to you all again next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week.